It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, as we mentioned, it was an extraordinary day at the Australian Open Golf Club yesterday where the Australian Open Women's Championship went back to back to South Africa's Ashley Buhai, who joins me on the line this morning. Good morning to you, Ash. Congratulations. How was last night? Thanks, Matt. Um, yeah, it was good. Especially by the time I finished up at the Australian, it was a little late, but um, met some friends and family that had been out to support for the day for a really nice dinner. It's always hard to win in the first place. It's even harder often, no matter where you're playing or what competition you're playing in, to come back and defend that title. So what is... What does this one mean, that the way especially, I reckon, that you had to grind that out yesterday? Yeah, it's very special any time you win um, any tournament. But to go back to back, you know, I kind of, obviously it was a goal coming into this week, but I think because I didn't put too much pressure on myself to try and do it is maybe why I was able to achieve it. And the fact also I was I was staying with uh, family. My sister-in-law lives here. I have my niece and nephew around me. So, you know, when I got off that golf course, it was like switched off golf and I was just in a really relaxed environment. And it's my last tournament of the year and I just really try to enjoy it. I heard what you said um, after your victory on the 18th green there and, and you spoke about just how you, how difficult you knew yesterday was going to be. And it, and it sort of came down to, OK, well, they've got to chase me here. So can you talk to me about what kind of mindset you go into in a final round, knowing that you've got the chases after you and and how you've got to stay mm. solid throughout it how do you put yourself into that frame of mind yeah you know having a, a three-shot lead over gi and i think it was seven of a you don't want to play defensive golf um so you know my mindset going into any round is to stick to what i'm doing i have steps and processes when i'm at the golf ball and in my swing and that's all i focus on um, and I think yesterday, knowing the conditions were tougher, I love playing in wind. I think that was in my favour. Um, but saying that, the, the way the wind blew was a little tricky for me. I hit a fade. The will have left tucked pin, so I was kind of always hitting it away from the flag. So at times, I could have got frustrated knowing I couldn't get it close to the hole. But again, I just played my game and said to my caddy walking off 11, all right, they've got to chase me. Let's just stay patient. Don't push. Um, just play my game, and that's what I did. We're talking about the win. The other thing that I noticed there was what your caddy said to you before your last approach on 18. And and the wind was starting to pick up, Ash, wasn't mm-hmm. it? I mean, it was starting to get a bit feral there. And then it, it ended up raining by the time that you guys got off the course. But your caddy said to you, just as you went to address the ball, let the wind be your friend. Now, to me, 
right? (laughs) To me, as a a hacker golfer, the wind would scare the life out of me and I would think the wind is going to put it into that water (laughs) on the right-hand side. So to you, you utilise the thing that would scare the the bejesus out of most of it, most of us. Yes, at the time and the situation, it was an in-between yardage for me. I had to hit about a 75-metre shot, which is a little sandwich. And obviously under pressure, you know, hitting delicate shots is always a little bit more difficult. And with Menji having hit it long, you know, over the pin, having a long putt, we knew we only had to get it to in an area. And that's why I chose then to take the shorter club and 60 and just absolutely hammer it. And that's why she said, let the wind be your friend, trust it. Use the wind to let it get to the left part. She said, let's just play left of this flag and use that wind to get it up there. And it was a great call from her. As soon as I hit it, I said to her, great call. That's exactly what we needed to do. (laughs) <laughs> what about playing at the Australian and the Lakes? Of course, you you played the Australian first round, then you went to the Lakes second round, and then you end up, obviously, at the weekend at the Oz. The format itself of everyone mm-hmm. there, the all abilities, the men's, the women's all in over the over the two courses, it's quite unique. What, how do you how do you sort of um, encapsulate everything that, that played out across the week? Yeah, it definitely is unique, um, but it's fantastic that we all get to play in one venue. People get to see the best of the best, and you know, in all aspects. Um, you know, playing on the different courses, I think, it can sometimes be an advantage or disadvantage depending on which day you get it, which way the wind's blowing. But it's just part of it. Um, I think this year there was you needed to adapt a bit more. The Australian and the lakes, just different grasses um, in the fairways and the lakes being very undulating greens, they had to keep them a little slower. So you have to know that you have to adapt and be okay with that. Um, But, you know, just both in their own sets, fantastic golf courses. And like I said, for us to all play in one venue, I think it's just a what a great format. Uh, and I'm assuming that you would have had some, you know, a lot of media and you would have got whisked up to the club and had to have done a whole bunch of stuff. Or did you manage to keep your eyes on what was unfolding after you guys? Because the playoff was pretty extraordinary in the men's. It was. Um, I had to do a few little quick uh, media off straight after, but they managed to watch the playoff. Um, and then, yeah, unfortunately, the weather came in, so we couldn't do the presentation, you know, in front of everybody. But, um, yeah, it was always busy <laughs> straight after the tournament. You get whisked away. Like I said, I only left the golf course at 8 o'clock last night. Just a final one. We've been having the discussion this morning, and I'll put this to you as a professional golfer, about the rollback. Um, it's been a hot topic of conversation. I'm sure it was a hot topic around the mm. locker room as well. And, I mean, I, I come from it, obviously, from a very different perspective as to how you would come from it and the way that you would hit the ball. Are you a fan? Have you wrapped your head around this? Um, what do you think about it? I'm not a fan of it. I think there's going to be a lot of pushback from the players. Um, you know, yes, I think it's such a small percentage of the game. It's not even in the women's game. It's just the men that are hitting it so far. And, yes, and you know, these courses are being maybe unplayable. But there's other ways. We can grow the rough up. We can quicken the greens. I think it's taking a step back. I understand maybe we need to hone in technology going forward, but to roll it back, I think, is not a good idea. Mm, That seems to be a a general consensus about 
from what I'm reading and seeing from a lot of pro golfers, is to your point, there are other ways to consider, but they're going straight down the swing speed and the ball itself. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's for a conversation differently. Yeah. We don't need to get all political with you because you've got yourself a <laughs> nice shiny trophy to take <laughs> home. Congratulations on the victory, your second in a row, of course, um, an outstanding performance right across those four days at the Lakes and, the, and at the Oz as well. So you obviously enjoyed your summer of golf here and we appreciate your time this morning. Congratulations again. Thank you very much. Our pleasure. Ashley Buhai, thank you for your time this morning. So, and further to that part there that Ash was saying, there are other ways. I mean, we haven't dug into those other ways this morning, but once you start reading out there about the thoughts of fellow pro golfers around the world on this rollback situation, there are other ways to look at it, but they're going towards uh, the golf ball itself. 0457 736 736. Jody from the Lake says, I'm not the biggest golf fan in the world, but isn't it the main aim to score the lowest shots possible to win the game? Why are they trying to make an already hard game even harder? Well, the, the thought process is not around the fact that it changes that you have to shoot the lower score. It's that they're running out of space. <laughs> That's the way to put it. They are running out of space. They're getting too big for the game that's in front of them. And as Ashley Buhai just points out there, mostly, of course, it's the men. They're just hitting it too long, especially for those courses um, outside of the U.S. in particular. And let's not forget that the amount of space available to plonk golf courses and expand golf courses is shrinking as well. So there are holes, that, that's just one or two of the points that come into all of this. And then the delivery of it's really going to, really going to turn some heads. We need to take a break. We're back after this right here on SEN.